0: and welcome to episode 40 of the No Skips Podcast. I'm Lisa. I'm Jack. And we are covering this week, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse.
1: Check it out. You may have heard of her.
0: May have, you may have. Maybe. Now, before we get into the show, we have some administrative stuff to talk about. Um, We hate to do this, but (laughs) life has gotten so very busy, and kind of out of control with my business taking off, your business in, in full steam, and three children and we are not able to give the show quite what we need to right now. And even though this was a New Year's resolution, we covered forty amazing albums, this one included.
1: Nearly. Nearly forty. Yeah, there yeah. there there's a couple of
0: the bonus episodes I did not count as episodes.
1: <gasps> so we did do forty. Okay, we did this, 40 is, this is episode yeah. forty and our and our final for a while. We, yeah, and we, so we don't bonus. want to say that the show is over. Over. Yeah, but hiatus. Like like yeah. like your favorite band when they say we're on hiatus, right? Correct. And you are yeah. like, I don't know if they're going to get back together. You never
0: ever ever get. No. So so my other show that I did with my friend Andy Nineties Court that ended and it was pretty solid. Like this is over. Like yeah. we we need to we need to move on. We need this time back for us. This is more like. We need a breather for a while. And if we're able to come back, we would love to come back. But if we're not able to, I feel personally fulfilled with what we've done. Exactly. I, I, I appreciate I, the energy in the studio yeah. the, last, <laughs> the last 11 and a half months.
1: Yeah. I just, well, the, the albums have gotten less and less time in our schedule. Yeah. And that's not fair. That's not fair to you, listener. It's not fair to the music. It's not fair to the music. We learned, hey, we did it we did it albums they're great
0: <laughs> we did it mission accomplished mission we learned the music is pretty okie dokie pokey
1: check it out okie dokie music uh pretty good turns out
0: critics <laughs> critics agree music, <laughs> music. worth check trying
1: <laughs> worth trying for uh, most of the year
0: well, so, so yeah so um yeah this may be a sign off for us for an extended period G'day. um amy winehouse is great <laughs> That's our show, so so Man, yeah fuck hey, these guys. We, we need to do it, yeah, and you're like, yeah, no wonder they're closing off because if that's if that's it, then yeah, but uh, I personally have had an incredible time doing the show uh, it was a new year's resolution of mine, uh, to kind of keep my sanity in a pandemic and sure, it was, it has been amazing and I have discovered some great stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, everything I wanted out of the show, I got out of the show mm. and, and if there's more in us, there's more in us. And if there's not, well, then we get to sleep a little bit easier <laughs> during the week.
1: Fair enough. So
0: anywho, so that being said, thank you guys for tuning in this whole year with us and we hope that you've enjoyed it as much as we have but we're not done yet because we still have amy Winehouse. so this was her second and final sadly studio album that's always the hard one
1: that one hurts
0: dropped in was it october 2006 yeah 2006 Mm -hmm. was it october october 27th 2006 um so oh gosh 15 years ago yeesh yeah math that's hard um, she partnered with producers Mark Ronson, and you say, is it, it Salam? Salam Remy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to make this album, you love Mark Ronson.
1: I don't love Mark Ronson so much as I love who he tapped for this album. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's the big deal. yeah so. for
0: for you, you've always been very. You spoke so highly of this album because of everything, but you know all the background. I'll let you take background because this is your cup of tea.
1: Sure. So uh, I, I was into them in college. Uh, there's this real interesting cat by the name of Gabriel Roth, Jewish guy, I believe from New York, um, who just really, really loved old soul records. And he knew that... Um, there's really no way you're gonna come back to that sound without doing it all exactly the way that they did it so I think he's got a um like a like a house or two houses in bushwick uh, that they converted into a studio very much like they like up and down it's an analog recording studio everything that they did they did it by the book like you would do in the 60s so fast forwards that uh, Daptone records is founded in I think 2001 although he'd been operating prior to that. And then fast forward to Mark Ronson, he of Uptown Funk, you might mm-hmm. know of these days but he's been a, he's been a, he's been a big music producer for a while. So Mark Ronson is working at Amy Whitehouse and she's listening to a bunch of you know the Shangri-Las, all this classic Phil Spector kind of, you know, girl groups of the 60s. And they're trying different things, they're trying to get that sound. Turns out you don't get that sound without doing it right mm-hmm. so enter the dap tones and gabriel roth so um or the dap kings is the name of the, the dap tones i believe is the name of the uh recording uh or the the record label if if, if i'm not if i'm not uh, mistaken
0: dap kings mm-hmm.
1: um so so yeah so so um mark ronson is like i, I want that sixty sound and turns out you got to do it the, the old way and that's that's where the dap kings come in um uh, if you love that sound, and it's 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 just incredible, um, Dap Kings, especially with uh, Sharon Jones, who unfortunately died in 2016, but she had um, an incredible run. She started her music career at the age of 40. Oh wow! Yeah, or actually maybe even later. Yeah, no, she was she was she was discovered, you know, by by Gabriel Roth, and and she was just incredible. The pipes on her. Um, but the same kind of thing. So, like, th- this hurts. This hurts to hear this album be mm-hmm. like, I want more of this. I want more of that interesting fusion of, of the old sound. Now, no one's going to replace Amy Winehouse, but for that production, the way that this album sounds, in, in large part, comes from uh, the Dap Kings. So mm-hmm. if you if you want more of that sound, check them out, because they have a, a nice, deep um, discography uh, worth checking out. Mm-hmm. So... It just, I, I I, relo- I, I love listening to them in college, and, uh, and then this album came out, and I was like, this sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, there it is. There it is.
0: The Miss Amy Winehouse. Yep, tragic. She joined joined the twenty seven club. Sadly, it was yeah. an overdose. Is that correct?
1: Uh, or was alcohol, it alcohol alcohol poisoning, which is yeah. an overdose? But yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, just tragic. She was. I mean, this is. I was talking to uh, our, our our friend Clarissa today, and mm. she was saying like it was just one of those like some people just. May not be meant to be famous. It it can just it can just eat them alive. And and you know, some someone as beautifully talented as Amy Winehouse was, um, it's just so tragic. It's just like I wish. I mean, you want how lucky was the person? How lucky did the person feel who really like discovered her and helped her get going? Right to be like, look at this, like pearl I've discovered, Mm -hmm. incredible. And then it just you know, as life does, sometimes it just spirals out of control. And things went quite haywire for Miss Amy, unfortunately. But she was she was gorgeous. She was exceptionally talented. Yeah. She was she was amazing. Yeah. She was she was untouchably cool. Untouchably cool. And yeah, it's it's super tragic to have lost her. It really yeah. hurts.
1: But Yeah, I remember flinching seeing that the, the second album I was like, I, I knew that. I knew that. But then to just see it in print and be like your second album, like Yeah. That's that's too soon.
0: Yeah. She could have gone on and done so much, mm-hmm. but such. A, but we have this beautiful album that will just stand the test of time. I mean, it, it it's just it is so wonderful to listen to because it has that 60s sound, all the beautiful like soul era. But then her lyrics are totally bonkers, and I, I, well, not totally bonkers, but like yeah, they're that, they're, they're 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 very modern.
1: They're, that's that's a that's the fun. Yeah, that's the fun element of having that the perfect. Yeah, again, pulled right out of the 60s. All the production is correct for, for the period, for the most part. I mean, there's some modern touches, but for the most part, really wouldn't sound out of place for, for the 60s. But, but the lyrics are decidedly modern.
0: Mm-hmm absolutely
1: and that's a that's a fun contrast
0: yeah so so shall we get oh i was gonna say this has sold over 16 million copies worldwide Damn. it was um it got best vocal album of the year in the 2008 grammys and lost to <laughs> you may know this person i did not the lost uh to album of the year to herbie hancock
1: herbie hancock's a jazz legend so that's okay, okay
0: so yeah i looked at it i was like Ex- <laughs> what who is this herbie hancock but you actually know who it is i do not yeah. know who that is so Anywho, um, yep, so there's that. Uh, oh, and, and also background that you did not mention is that um at the time she was dating Blake Fielder Civil and uh had just dove back into the music that she loved, like you talked about. So a lot yeah. of this, so he left her to go back to his ex uh-huh. and that's where the, the bulk of the album was recorded, was in that period yes. in, you know, after their breakup. And you can absolutely hear that reflected in most yeah. of the songs. So yeah. shall we get into it? Let's do it. Okay, track one coming out swinging with rehab. Her, are not even arguably her most famous track period. I think. Yeah,
1: with 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 a really dark coloration over mm-hmm. it. Obviously, when right. someone succumbs to substance abuse and then has a little anthem about not going to rehab, it's like, well,
0: um, maybe you should have. Yeah.
1: The 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 um, anecdote is that Mark Ronson was speaking to her, and she was like they it, like basically the refrain like yeah. she said that out loud and he's like hang on
0: <laughs> hey the thing that you just said yeah that's a song by the way yeah also, by the you way you should listen to <laughs> is listen to others but whatever the case may be that is at least your track so um yeah it is a it is a heartbreaking song in hindsight yeah. to listen to to be like i really wish you had spit more but i mean i don't know the demons is i i remember Watching the documentary, Amy, and I don't remember all the ins yeah, and outs of, of her her life. I know there were, I don't know, but substance abuse can really gnarl you up. And that's exactly what happened. There may have been more. I don't remember. But yeah, it's quite quite rough. So, um, It's a great track. It is. We'll was, say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and what I loved about it was that one of the things that we've talked about ongoing in this show is that oftentimes track two is where the biggest hit lands. Sure. They put it number one, and I feel like that lines up with more of the '60s era
1: albums, right? Yeah, yeah. The sequencing—that's that's that's true. You just you just lead well, and and I think especially with this album, which is pretty damn strong top to bottom, it's less of a fight to be like, oh, how do we how do we get them in and and keep them going? Because it's like
0: no, I feel like you <laughs> could have shuffled it, and it would have been like this is still so, so strong. Right. There would have been yeah. no there would have been no song that the, if the album would have ended on. It would have been like what yeah no exactly every single one of them just shuffle it and it's as good this is the only album i think we've covered that has that feel to it hmm. but i guess many of them were kind of like what concept albums and things like that this one is just yeah, like this is just a collection as albums yeah. yeah
1: it's yeah less less as although again there is the through line she's mm-hmm. she's coming from a specific emotional place and that colors all the music and apparently very very fast in the in the studio. Oh yeah. Yeah, she just was, was just was not. I mean, she could just knock him out. Apparently for for studio takes. And I I, I love I love hearing again. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's it's hard to hear it, that yeah. voice and the kind of. Um, she has more i would say more jazz kind of influenced kind of phrasing right yeah. like the way she can set her phrasing and the combination of of her both her singing voice and her singing ability if that mm-hmm. makes sense that mm-hmm. that distinction you know yeah but, i mean i i i have a i have a conflicted relationship with live shows right i you really got to have some x factor because Recordings are very important to me, and I love albums. And I love to dissect albums. And I love to sit with them and and you know dig into them. You really have to have something that makes your live show uh, worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, off the top of my head, I when we saw Destroyer, I would never go to see anyone play an acoustic guitar. I might throw something if <laughs> I, I were going into a show, and I'm like, it's just this guy with an acoustic guitar. No sir, but he has. Um, a crazy stage presence. There's some magnetism. There's something there, and so I I think about Amy Winehouse, and it's like absolutely that would have been a show. I would have gone to see live mm-hmm. just because it's like you know that she would work the phrasing. She would play with it, right? right. She would she would make each verse be very alive and how she sang it every time mm-hmm. because that's just the way she was.
0: Well, I mean, I I myself saw Tame Impala on Sunday on uh-huh. a total whim. After long story, but I went to go see Tame Impala. I. Was I I I had the fucking time of my life at Great. that show. Yeah. However, I would say that Kevin's performance was kind of just there. Like sure. he he does not have that magnetism, even though he himself is an incredible singer. I mean, he for the most part, I was like, well, these are yeah. He, he
1: might he might have been off, right? Yes, like, I was, was going to say, it's really on the heels of Astor
0: World, which he was supposed to be a part of on Saturday following the awful event. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't totally begrudge him that, but I would I was just surprised. Yeah, but. What everything else made t- totally up for it, sure. but I would, but yeah, but I c- I'm saying that I could totally see Amy Winehouse, even if it was just her acapella for f- an hour. Sure, I'd be like, I am here for all of it, yeah, yeah, warm exactly. up to encore. I'm here <laughs> for all of it, so so yeah, um, so yeah, there's Rehab. I think no one would argue that that song is not amazing, it is amazing, um, and then on to track two, you know, I'm no good,
1: um. Yeah, I love I love the production top to bottom, great really well produced album. Mm-hmm. Mark Ronson knows how to how to put together really, really slick, really slick, really catchy stuff. And so him together with uh, the with, with the Dap Kings and, mm-hmm. and her voice. Yep. A
0: match made in heaven. Yep. Absolutely. This is a song about her and infidelity, but then also this kind of like I, you know, immediately turning the blame onto herself. So instead of saying like, I cheated on you, she's saying, I cheated myself, Mm. you know, to be like, yes, I sabotaged this again. And then it kind of, and it's a a thing that just kind of keeps happening in the song until at the end, whenever he just, her lover just seems kind of complacent upon discovering that she's been cheating again. Mm -hmm. And that's more damaging to her to be like, now I've really lost his interest. Like. Like, I've had him on a hook a little bit and now he just seems indifferent and that's even
1: worse somehow. Yeah, I, I like the... Um, this kind of confessional, autobiographical kind of stuff um, doesn't always sit well with me just because, uh, I don't know, there's something about how artists can mine their own personal lives and in and, and their introspection. I don't know. It, sometimes it doesn't always hit. Um, I, I feel like she really walks the line. Right, where it's like again, good good art is, has a sort of universalizing aspect to it, and I and I like again, I've never cheated on anyone, but you feel like I I, I like that song, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not an easy person to sympathize with, but mm-hmm. a good artist uh, yeah makes you feel like oh, I can I, I see where she's coming from, even right. when you don't really
0: <laughs> right exactly, and then this leads into me and Mister Jones, genuinely. What kind of fuckery is this? <laughs> There's a great well, she, line.
1: She she originally wanted to title the track "fuckery."
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm a little sad they talked her out of it because I think that would have been rad. But I also understand that from a marketing album everything sure. it's just everything. Yeah. but but I also I love that feistiness about her that that would be something that mm-hmm. that yeah that she had to be like really <laughs> I can't have this. <laughs> so um. I did not know that this song is about the rapper Nas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't even know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that either. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's neat. Yeah. So his name is Nasir Jones. Is that correct? I wrote mm-hmm. it down. I cannot. I, this is how you know the show needs to end. I'm old enough that I sitting back. I cannot read my notes from here. So <laughs> yeah. So Nasir Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Uh-huh. Nas, Nas, Man, Nostradamus. Nostradamus. Um So, yeah, they they apparently struck up a pretty good friendship um, due to both of them working with the producer, Salam Remy. So, there you go. Yeah. So, that's kind of how that was. But, but it's also kind of funny because I think it's a bit of a a diss to whomever, I guess, some kind of hypothetical person, if not an actual person who was made her miss the ability to see Nas or something. Or I think, I think it was no, it was Slick Rick and then Nas or something like that. Yeah. I,
1: yeah. I don't, yeah
0: whatever the case is it's just a fun song yeah a lot of fun great Mm -hmm. it's tremendously fun this is i mean usually by track three i start to get a little uh, but nope, not on this album i don't i never got. i never felt
1: tired strength to strength absolutely Mm -hmm. and what was the what was the running time on this one like
0: 35 minutes i was
1: gonna say that 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 also actually really helps hit the um the the retro note where it's like don't don't linger just 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 get them in there.
0: Whereas the Smashing Pumpkins were like, what if we mm-hmm. lingered for so
1: long? Again, that, that that to me, that to me is all informed by by technology. No one would be doing that if it weren't for CDs. I think the bloat of, of, of 90s recording especially came with the advent of CDs. You wouldn't have had it without CDs because hmm. no one would have f- fucking put up with it.
0: Well, I'm glad They're the rest like, of us have. What is to. what is this?
1: What is this fucking six vinyls here? Get out of here! Like <laughs> true.
0: every time we buy a Flylow album, it hurts a little bit because it's always like four, yeah, discs. I'm like, mother. I mean, it should be considering how much we pay for it, but also I don't want to get up this much. Yeah, Mr. Flylow. Come I on, love man. Your stuff. Uh, back to back to Amy Winehouse. Just friends this is the next track. Um, a tough track about being told like you need to just be friends with this person whom you're still Mm -hmm. in love with. And then it's just too difficult to kind of walk the line of like, okay, I do still want to be your friend, but like, I also still want to, like, I just, I love you so much. It's a tough line to walk. I've, I've, I think most people have been there in this like intermediate period after a breakup of being like, no, we're going to be just friends. Be like, I'm still grieving so hard. The loss of, well, and, and,
1: and she's very frank about how, um, there is such a magnetism still there, right? I've never been in that kind of messy relationship, but I know people have messy yeah. relationships in that way. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it feels it feels truthful.
0: And the hard part, whenever stuff like this happens, that she kind of reflects on this is is just the inability to stop thinking about the person. That's the yeah. hard part. She she touches on this sentiment several times in the album, but yep. Yep. just friends, I think, is the first real touch of it, and then we get back to black. Hmm.
1: Uh-oh. uh yeah album album title for for good reason that's a that's a that's a killer track it has it it, it has the kind of um uh import right the the the, the size of it it feels it feels solemn it feels it feels big not mm-hmm. solemn 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 it, it's way too catchy of a song to be called solemn but it, it feels uh, like it has it has heft was this the song did you
0: read up about the origin of this track for Ronson
1: um, no, I don't think so.
0: I, I believe it was like when they first got connected or when they first connected to like the first day they were talking mm-hmm. about, if I'm remembering correctly, the first day they were talking about working together, she he was like, I don't have anything for you right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, I did read about that. Yeah. yeah, but if you give me, I'll have something for you tomorrow. And I think this was yeah. the, he came back with a little oh. piano, which was the the chord ref- like refrain of the chorus for the sure. album for the, al- uh, for the song itself but i mean what a brilliant pair what an absolutely brilliant pair i would have loved to have heard more from the two of them but absolutely so so back to black in in rehab the line of yes i've been black but when i come back you'll know no, right no. And, and so for her black in this album is like depression this, this, this yeah. yeah so in this one back to black yeah same same kind of thing um
1: Simple, elegant way of, of talking about an emotional state.
0: Right. Yes. Love this line. <laughs> Keep his dick wet with the same old bet. It's a pretty good line. Pretty good line. I, I love whenever I just hear someone say something dick wet. It just, it's just really... It's like a, not, what you, not what you expect in the sound of an album, she but it's really very,
1: funny. Very, very frank. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it worked.
0: Yeah, it did work. Uh, my odds are stacked, I'll go back to black. So she's saying, I'm, I'm gonna get depressed again after that. This. this is another song about the, the ending of a relationship and whatnot, but you go back to her and I go back to us. So she's just keep re- reliving the relationship and missing everything over and over what's, again. What's
1: interesting is, as I, as I perused, perused, per, perused, perused the lyrics, was that most of the lines are actually pretty short, right? Yeah. But it's about, it's about the performance of it not that mm-hmm. the lyrics aren't by by all means that they're not they're not they're not bad by any mm-hmm. means but just just the the joy of it is is in the singing right and that's and just to her see, delivery is amazing you know, say her delivery and, and and how how she's gonna gonna put it together
0: mm-hmm. love is a losing game tough man yeah yeah man yeah yeah rather sad track about love for someone that grew insanely fast and then was just kind of over but and then you're just like i don't think i was ready for that to be over the line and now the final frame love is a losing game i don't know again you and i've been married nearly 10 years now together 11 is that right Mm -hmm. 11 years it's been a long time since i've been at the end of a relationship but yeah but yeah the when you when you are there it just feels totally bleak so to be to throw in addiction yes and you know having been left not only just like a relationship ending but someone leaving you to go back to an ex i
1: -hmm. mean
0: i mean if you don't know her personally she did end up marrying blake uh not blake lively blake
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, twist twist ending the something something civil. civil fielder, fielder, fielder. yeah, fielder fielder fielder. It's not an
0: easy name to say. Whoever Blake is, they did get married at some point, and then they separated. I think a few years later, but, um, but yeah, just the torment of love being a losing game. I talked to friends of mine who are single and doing the dating thing right now, and I'm just like, this sounds so. I mean, yeah. like, like even though I remember
1: this kind of headspace. I do,
0: even yeah. though first dates are kind of fun in their own way. Having to deal with the shit when it ends mm-hmm. is so not worth it. So tears dry on their own.
1: I it, It's so funny to come back to the album because I'm like, oh, I think this song is my favorite. And then I play the next song. Oh, I, wait, hold on. I think mm-hmm. this one's my favorite. And you just keep doing that like throughout the album. And I remember, uh, what is it? Rolling Stone put this in there. Like 33 on their top 200 albums or something, and I was like, that seems really high. But then you actually listen to it again, and you're like, no, this is this is way too like hit hit to miss ratio is super. It's
0: it's, yeah, it's extremely tight, start to finish. Yeah, so yeah, there's no there's no dead weight. There are no tree fingers to me here.
1: (laughs) The percussion especially stands out on this track. track? Just 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 a lovely 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 produce, lovely everything it was a lot of fun
0: mm-hmm. I love this line I knew I hadn't met my match but every moment we could snatch I don't know why I got so attached dot, dot, dot. but it's but to walk away I have no capacity mm-hmm. that's sort to be like look I know this wasn't gonna be for everything right and, and and like I was having fun but then you just leave and that's not I'm I'm not ready yeah. for, like that was too hard so yeah very honest about this so she knew it wasn't going to be a forever thing but it's still trying stung tremendously but and to me the tears dry on their own imagery feels like there's I, I don't know i mean this is a little too plain and cut cut dry but like maybe that person just wasn't there to wipe away the tears any longer and that could be just what this means for her but right it's still a great yeah it's a it's a it's a beautifully catchy and upbeat song to be so sad yeah <laughs> but that is the name or of the game the, for the this mel- album yeah i'd
1: say the melancholy runs runs deep through it
0: yes ma'am it does Wake up alone. Is this the one I was kind of like? Oh.
1: I'm trying to remember.
0: This is the one where she's she's kind of like working through the pain of being alone after the relationship has ended, and she's mm. talking about like, like I said, this is this is one of the hardest things about a relationship ending is like the unending turmoil and like trying to keep yourself occupied so you don't think about it so much yeah and and so that's what a lot of this was like like i think she was saying something like working all the time i'm not drinking anymore right now and but then right. the second that you let yourself stop for the day it comes crashing and i that's know that's right i know a, an acquaintance who has recently gone through a, a huge breakup and it has been devastating for this person and i see these things kind of yeah, shared uh, or that she shares and it's so sad to see. It's just like, you can see just during the day, she's like, I'm occupying my time. I'm doing this. And then sometimes at night, when you wake up the next morning, there's that post that she made the night before where she's just like, Oof. it's just eating her up. And she yeah. doesn't have any, she doesn't, she doesn't have anywhere to put it, you know? Right. So she's just letting yeah, it out. So that, that is hard. That's where she is. And so I, I thought of her during this track mm-hmm. a lot because I was like, Phew it's rough but
1: again uh, from a very honest place very Mm -hmm. introspective honest place and the
0: worst always does come at night like she Mm -hmm. sings about in the song because Mm -hmm. you can can, you can do everything you can to occupy your own time during the day but at night you can't control your dreams and so one of the things she sings about in this one is like you're in my dreams this is all you know i wake up like like my chest hurts right and it's like yeah, i know i know what that's like so rough hmm someone we're blown through this but it's just a it's a fast album fast album it's a fast album fast show some unholy war the first song she ever wrote about blake right i read that
1: right and and connected to the opening of the opening of the war with afghanistan um yeah um
0: well to me the 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 unholy war I mean, but to me, because, because Blake, I believe, I, I don't actually know much about Blake, but I believe they were both dealing with addiction. But for him, for sure. he had had several suicide attempts. Mm. And and some of the lines, like there was a line about, where were you yeah, on my, my notes? Um, He still stands in spite of what a scars say, and I'll battle it, I'll battle till the bitter finale. So mm. for her, I th- so to her, it felt, or excuse me, to me, it felt like she was saying, I'm here for this person. Right. Um. He's yeah. Not done. I mean, the Unholy War seems like his battle with depression, his sure. battle with addiction, and things like that. But sure. if you want to, yeah.
1: No, I'm, I'm yeah. just. I, there was there was some anecdote about the. Oh, was there? Yeah. Oh, just, gotcha.
0: I didn't see that one. No, just
1: just yeah.
0: Yeah. So, just um, just an odd track about her devotion to Blake, and I think that people. I, I've personally never been in that circumstance, but I know from. From right. conversations I've heard with other people, that people going through addiction together—that's a—that's <sighs> a tough bond, and I don't think it it gets broken easily. I think that makes it even tighter somehow. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. in, in in addition to this relationship that you have, that you also have this other level of something that is just totally encompassing your entire world, yeah. and you're just trying to get through it. But yep. and then on the other side, you maybe maybe you guys make it out fine on the other side but there's still this thing that you'll never i I don't even think you could be with that person without thinking about that which could be very triggering i think
1: yeah well yeah that's that's typically uh, it was my understanding it's it's not at all recommended for actually getting getting clean is being in the sort of you know because it it Mm, runs to codependency very quickly
0: i've never been addicted to anything but coffee and if you and i broke up i would never not look at you and think of coffee no. You're my latte. <laughs> <laughs> my grand my very, grande latte. That's very sweet. Full calf. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he can only hold her. The backtrack to this is is lovely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. this is another standout. An, an album of standouts.
0: Mm-hmm this one's a tough one though because it's a track about her being in a relationship but not really being invested and the person can kind of tell and being and she's totally stuck on this other person and I've been there before where you're trying to move on but the tether to the old person is there so you're like I'm going on these dates with you but I'm not really here here. with you I'm here here in person but spirit you know thousands of miles away
1: and you know that yeah and that person knows too yeah exactly it's a bummer yeah, or you are not fessing up to it, but the other person knows because you, you you always know.
0: You always know. And then finally, gosh, we made their we made it here so quickly, but the album is so quick. So the final track is addicted. And it's tremendously funny to me. Yeah. It is, I mean, this is a very funny, playful track about her friend her best friend's boyfriend basically using up all her weed. Right. <laughs> and her being like, Fuck that. Yeah. Have him go get me some more weed. <laughs> He's not allowed back here.
1: It's a fu- yeah and I, and I like again we we've talked about on the show a lot about about how how you start an album how you end an album and you can you can kind of do the do the drift off you can go for the big mm-hmm. big hurrah or you can kind of go on a on a, on a funny note and yeah. I, and and for such a melancholic and sad and into so many aspects of what it is to be in a love-lorn relationship and and unrequited and various other stages of of having Tough with tough times with love, it's fun to end on <laughs> a note of just being like man, <laughs> get your own
0: what <laughs> I mean, was well, the final line you know, you get yours and I'll get mine or yeah. something like that. It's a really nice way to end the entire album but yeah if, uh, it's a funny it's a funny song, yeah, uh, at the tail end of a pretty rough album in different ways, but
1: right. But well, that that combo of both super catchy, beautifully produced, beautifully sung, mm-hmm. but but sad and 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 yeah, deeply personal.
0: Yeah, it, this was a this was probably one of my favorite ones to cover. I mean, sure. to get to listen to because some of the other ones have been challenging, and those were those were nice in their own ways. Ways like like again, um, yeah, you gotta dig in. Uh, the downward spiral by Nine Inch Nails. That one challenged me in ways I did not expect. <laughs> um, what were some other? Oh, Pink Floyd's Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Sure. That one was that one was different. Huh. That was different. But this one was just fun, even though the content the content is actually quite sad. Right. And then the story, the actual real life story right. of what happened the here overall, is sadder. Yet.
1: When you when you think about it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like this shouldn't have been. Should it's, just have been it's just not fair.
0: It's just not fair. I mean, the loss of any singer is is often quite tragic. Sure. But she was just like, you were so young, so talented. So beautiful! I would have given anything to have heard more from you. I wish, I wish things would have gone differently, but the things yeah. that you gave us while you were here were incredible. Yeah, there's nothing to be sad or shy about. I love all of it. So yeah, I'm glad we got to cover this. And do you have a takeaway?
1: Shimmering. Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> shimmering.
1: Yeah, there's there's just that that kind of. You, again, there's there's just no replacement for doing it, the old school way, mm-hmm. and and this album when you've got that set of pipes, that's that's what this album deserves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I I can imagine other treatments, but I think they all just don't do it the service that it you know it, right. it requires. So
0: I think my takeaway word would be authentic, mm. because yes. she yeah there I mean in. in in so genuine in some other ways, because yeah. no one else was doing this at the time, at least not popularly that I know of. Sure truly someone's all in a world with this many people, certainly yeah. someone's doing that. But she stood out and mm-hmm. she you know, she was diving back into stuff she loved. She did it exactly the way that it was supposed to do with the Daft Kings yeah. and the studio setup and everything like that. And you can hear it, I mean, the the proof is in the pudding. The album is great. So back to black, Amy Winehouse there it is what was your so so before we go on proper hiatus let's talk about the show real quick do you have a favorite album that we've covered (sighs) even if it was like already a favorite prior hand but like one that we had you know Anything that you're like, I'm glad we got to dig more into this one. But you knew most of them already.
1: I knew most of them. I think the one that stands out to me immediately was Led Zeppelin's Four, which I had yes. spent time with. But in terms of really changing my opinion on what an album can or should be, I think that one really hit me hard. It was just mm-hmm. saying, no, eight songs, play them longer, but make sure that those like absolutely hit Like a Jackhammer. Um, and then that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Just the the purity and there's a there's a there's a solidity. Side A, side B, four songs, four songs, both s- like tight, but also there's such volume and there's such breadth and there's such like um, there's there's just so much more to come back and discover and yet so little at the same time, right? Like the, mm-hmm. there's uh, that that songs, one really yeah, yeah really really changed a lot for me to really spend time because I I'd, I'd spent time with Led Zeppelin in, in high school and at various other points but but again the difference of and then thinking about thinking about technology thinking about vinyl, sequencing that I think that was the the, the standout for me I think mm-hmm. how about you
0: I, I almost want to say four by Led Zeppelin too um because obviously Dark side of the moon by Pink Floyd yeah
1: hit, but I didn't I didn't yeah.
0: love every song on that album. Mm. So I would say I, I I when I go back and listen to it I still feel compelled to skip like three maybe
1: four songs <laughs> on there. There're not that many songs. There are not
0: that many songs. So that doesn't feel like a very solid hit rate. Led Zeppelin's 4 was nice. Um When the Levee Breaks is, I, I had not heard that song before mm. somehow somehow and mm. I'm just like this is one of the greatest songs and and, and uh Stairway no Stairway to Heaven? Yeah. I don't know. What's the other one that I always get confused with? Tears in Heaven. <laughs> Every fair, single fair time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Something Heaven. Just but Stairway yeah. to Heaven is is awesome. So awesome. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I it would always be used as a joke, and I didn't know right. what it was. Well,
1: how big it was. I was yeah. like, oh
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stairway to Heaven, of course. The song, totally. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah. But those two songs in and of themselves have 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 really. Been a, a really wonderful addition to to my life. After the fact, mm. um, I'm glad we covered the Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails. Me too. That one was tougher than I expected, but it was it was great.
1: I I can't I yeah I can't believe how how good that album still sounds. Mm-hmm. That's that's twenty five years on.
0: Don't say those words out loud. Twenty five years on,
1: but like he he really was a genius in the in in the production aspect of it, and it's a mm-hmm. very dark and it's a very Uh, it's a very dark place Mm -hmm. but the production is 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 exquisite
0: right and i loved um i did like covering rumors by fleetwood Mac. i'm glad i'm glad we did that one because i didn't know anything i was laughing with clarissa today just being like i didn't know anything about them and now i can't see a picture of them without laughing and being like you big (laughs) fucking weirdos
1: gross gross get a room separately all of you
0: You're all in different hotels. Period. Not even different rooms. Exactly. Exactly. Different cities, different hotels. Exactly.
1: Driver, do not uh, take away their cell phone. (laughs) Do not tell them where they are going. We're all in separate rooms. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, Fleetwood Mac. Holy shit. What do you have a least favorite album?
1: Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I. I knew you had you had many, but. many
0: oh so many. I think I think Madonna's takes the cake for my least favorite though. Yeah, I can hear that. Madonna or ACDC wasn't that bad. I did, I just wasn't wasn't my cup of tea. Nico Case was not my favorite, but but she has a great voice. So for that, I don't. I mean, that was. I mean, not that Madonna doesn't have a bad. A good voice she does but it's just not as I,
1: I don't think the substance is quite there as an as an album is that's, what it that's comes very
0: to. important yeah i can't remember all the ones we covered we've done 40 at this point but some of them i think have just buried in my memory ziggy stardust was really tough ziggy stardust was so hard for me mm-hmm. and i wish i wish it hadn't gone that way because i i still wanted to like bowie but i think if anything it just confirmed what i already knew but you know i did try i did try and that's what this whole show is about
1: sure well the 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 joke of it is that uh you can say as you have that you don't like britain but I know. most of the artists that really have landed for you have been british
0: i totally i totally get that i totally, <laughs> totally...
1: including amy winehouse like i know i know figure. i'm a
0: total sucker if they can just if they can just if the songs are just in front of me, I'm like, no, 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 You're from where? No, you're not. <laughs> I even get a little wigged out with Tame and Paula bring from Australia <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, we're from Australia. I'm like, shh, don't shh. say
1: that. Shh. You're from
0: somewhere in, in <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you're from West Virginia. <laughs> Fair enough. Are there any singers from West Virginia? Plenty that's not true anyway i've had a person i personally i've had a blast doing this show thank you for taking me up on the offer to to you're do welcome. this with yeah, me because honestly if you can you imagine if i had been like i'm just gonna do a solo show about music it would have been a fucking nightmare people would have been like boo and just <laughs> just hissing and 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 like who is this bitch so to have um a co-host that i not only love but love doing the show with thank you for that
1: you're welcome. We're getting sappy on fun. you oh no oh, no no rarity I guess. <laughs> no, it's, it has been a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and not just for um, having 40 plus minutes to talk at my wife about production and, and forcing her to listen to albums, which is a, a great thing. If you have a wife, please make her listen to albums. She doesn't want to listen to.
0: No, I, I can't. No, I had a blast with almost all of them. I mean, even, even craft who wasn't my favorite that has, it is now in my head. It's part of me. You know, you can uh, Yeah. So and,
1: well, and and you understand where these places come from because you don't, like, you don't get, um, you don't get Detroit techno. You don't like there. Mm-hmm. There are all these ladder points. You know that that that's the joy of music is people can get inspired from very weird places and then take it somewhere else. And some of your very favorite, you know, artists mm-hmm. don't don't get to where they get without some of the people that you. Maybe don't appreciate but right. You can you can understand?
0: I'm super on the stupid ass Dead Mouse track that just came out, and I've never like <laughs> I've never heard or liked Dead Mouse before. And I know that Dead Mouse is not Dead Mouse without craftwork, Sure, none of these guys are. Sure, yeah. none of them are. So, that being said, so if this is the end, I have personally had an amazing run doing the show with you. I appreciate all the listeners and everyone who tuned in and also commented, David. Uh, everyone, Mark, Amelia, Errol, Andy, yeah, th- everyone, thanks for
1: everyone who's supported us and uh, and listened along. Mm-hmm. We just um, we just want to do the show right, and mm-hmm. things have things have gotten a lot harder to do the show properly. So yeah. we, rather than do it worse. We're just right. not going to do it for a while.
0: Yeah. Again, tremendously thankful for the reasoning, meaning things are going well for us business-wise and whatnot. Yeah. But but we just have to give ourselves the bandwidth to actually do those things. So this will be a sign-off for us for now. If we come back, you will be the first to know because you you're, listen to the show.
1: <laughs> you are subscribed, right? Right. <laughs> now at the end, we're going to do like one I can last. Like and tell a friend. <laughs> tell a friend. Come on. Oh, shit. Just in case it comes back, you got to know
0: yeah that's true so thank you guys for listening thank you for being a part of this journey with us in 2021 and we uh love you and hopefully we'll get to talk to you again soon but if not this has been a real blast a real beach blast (laughs) good night
1: good night